Hey everyone, in today's video we're going to cover 10 interesting facts about the bounty hunter Dengar. Now in the first fact, we're going to cover how Dengar actually hated Han Solo. You may not know this, but Dengar wasn't always a bounty hunter. When he was a young, handsome rogue, he was a very popular swoop racer. He had been racing since childhood and had become a cult hero of sorts throughout the entire Corellian system. Dengar had earned many endorsements, high wages and winnings for his skills. But soon, a new contender had become all the talk of the private swoop circuit, a young Corellian named Han Solo, who kept being compared to Dengar so much that the future bounty hunter grew tired of the comparison and challenged the young Solo to a winner-takes-all race across Corellia's very dangerous crystal swamps of Agrilat. Despite having recently signed up with the Empire, Han couldn't help but accept the challenge. The event became one of the most watched in the system, with both Han and Dengar being evenly matched throughout the entire majority of the race. It wasn't until their final stretch that Han turned his swoop to a lower altitude, zooming through the dangerous underbush and pulling him slightly ahead of Dengar. Seeing what Solo had done, Dengar decided to top him and sped his swoop to an even lower altitude closer to the crystal swamp. However, as Dengar passed the last bit of foliage before the finish line was straight ahead, he hadn't realized that Han was right on top of him. So when he pulled his swoop up, Dengar crashed right into Han's main repulsor fin, which resulted in a terrible impact that burned him badly and left him with a major cranial trauma. Though he was lucky to be alive, the race had been conducted illegally, and as he was recovering from his injuries, the Professional Swoop Association kicked him out. Dengar had lost everything and he blamed it all on one man, Han Solo. Number 2. Why He Wears His Bandages No longer able to be a swoop racer, Dengar spent a short stint as a gladiator before he found a new calling as a paid assassin for the Empire. The Imperials trained him, but because his mind had been unstable since the accident, they decided to experiment on him as well. The reason he wears those less than fashionable bandages is because the Imperials cut his hypothalamus gland out of his brain and replaced it with a central computer module to control and regulate the new cybernetic implants that they fitted his entire body with, such as his new eyes and to help stabilize his mind. Though while they were in Dengar's head, the Empire decided to add a few other alterations as well, like removing the parts of him that controlled his sense of compassion, mercy, and pity, so that he would be a completely emotionless killer. The Empire had turned Dengar into the perfect monster, a cold-blooded cyborg assassin. Number 3. Why Dengar Became a Bounty Hunter In Legends, Dengar learned about a galaxy-wide bounty on the head of Han Solo, and decided it was an opportunity for vengeance that he couldn't let pass. So right there and then, he started started on the third career of his life, Bounty Hunter. He armed himself to the teeth and made sure he was equipped with body-protecting blast armor. From that day on, he built up quite the reputation and eventually came into the employ of the great and mighty Jabba the Hutt. Now in canon, he was already a Bounty Hunter during the Clone Wars when Han would be around 10 years old. So you can see the difference between the expanded universe and Clone Wars canon. Number 4. Dengar hit on Asajj Ventress. Speaking of canon, in the Clone Wars animated series, Dengar, as usual, played second fiddle to Boba Fett, even though the clone was just a teenager at the time. In an episode titled Bounty, Asajj Ventress, who had left Count Dooku's services, just barely, with her neck intact, and afterwards had taken up the life of a bounty hunter, decided to sign up with a roguish band of callous, battle-hardened bounty hunters for a heist. This band of mischiefs included the young Boba, the Trandoshan Bosk, and of course, the worn and torn Dengar. Though Boba and Ventress took center stage, Dengar did have his moments, as when he sprang into action showing off his epicness, he truly shined. And even in the middle of all the 
chaos and danger all around them, he had the swagger and bravado to actually flirt with Ventress. Though it didn't go anywhere, you gotta admire he tried. Fun fact, in the animated episode, Dengar was voiced by Simon Pegg, who also played Unkar Plut in The Force Awakens. Number 5. Dengar encountered Darth Vader before the Empire Strikes Back. The crude and scruffy hunter was spending some time on Tatooine at Jabba's palace, when suddenly the Dark Lord of the Sith, Darth Vader, entered the palace on a mission from the Empire to negotiate the slug crime lord, and also for some personal business that was important to the Sith for his own reasons. I've covered that in a comic, so you can check it out if you want. Jabba, who is used to being the top dog, gave Vader some attitude and soon regretted it when the hut found himself held briefly in a force choke. When Vader released the gangster, Jabba ordered Dengar and the rest of the people in his palace to get out of the room. This was so that him and Vader could actually talk about the negotiations a little more privately. Number 6. Dengar fought Chewie While he was on the hut world of Nar Shadda, Dengar was in a bar when he learned that Chewbacca had arrived on the planet. The hairy Millennium Falcon co-pilot along with the protocol droid C-3PO were planning to assault Gracchus the Hutt's palace to rescue their compatriot Luke Skywalker. But before they got far, Dengar attacked. He shocked 3PO and fought with the Wookiee, managing to subdue the giant warrior. Dengar then demanded to know the whereabouts of Solo. When on cue, he showed up and shot the cyborg bounty hunter in the back. Though quite hurt, Dengar wasn't out for the count, and he quickly pulled out a thermal detonator threatening to destroy them all. But while Solo distracted him, Chewie grabbed him and tossed Dengar off the building. Number 7. Dengar killed both rebels and Imperials After leaving the Empire as a bounty hunter, Dengar targeted rebels and Imperials alike, including a Compnor general. For his desertion and targeting of Imperials, the Empire put out a bounty on the bounty hunter. Eventually he was captured on Hoth by Imperial troops, scheduled for execution, but because of his skill set, Vader made Dengar an offer. If he captured Solo and the crew of the Falcon, Vader would grant the bounty hunter his freedom. If he failed, the Sith Lord would give him a head start before he would hunt him down and kill him. Dengar agreed to the terms and joined with a group of the galaxy's best bounty hunters on Vader's flagship. Though, of course, in the end, it was Boba who captured Solo. Number 8. How Dengar Became Human Again Manaru, a blue-skinned Aruzan female from Aruza, like all members of her species, had the ability to share their memories and emotions with one another via cybernetic implants called Atani, which they had purposely implanted in themselves as a culture. Because Dengar was a cyborg, Manaru was able to share herself with him through her Atani. This communication made Dengar able to remember what it had been like to be a human that could feel empathy and compassion again. He even helped rescue her kidnapped parents. Number 9. Dengar saves Boba Fett from the Sarlacc Pit While Dengar was looking through the wreckage of Jabba's sail barge near the Great Pit of Karkoon, he came across a dying, naked, and scarred Boba Fett. At Manaru's urging, instead of killing his rival, Dengar instead brought Fett back to Jabba's palace and spent months nursing him back together with the hut's medical equipment and droids. When Fett had healed, both bounty hunters went on a mission to kidnap the head of Kuat Drive Yards to foil the complicated plan of the head of Black Sun's criminal organization, Prince Zizor, from destroying the Bounty Hunters Guild. For more details, you can check out my video covering how Boba Fett survived post-Return of the Jedi. Number 10. Dengar's actor was in all three films of the OT, of the original trilogy. Morris Bush was the name of the actor who played Dengar in The Empire Strikes Back and in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, he was in Return of the Jedi. You could blink and you'll miss him, but he was in Jabba's palace. The actor had appeared in cult hammer films such as Scars of Dracula in 1970, as well as the very similar titled Son of Dracula in 74, 
with Ringo Starr, and finally creeping flesh in 73 with Count Dooku himself, Sir Christopher Lee. However, he also had a very famous cameo in A New Hope. According to the actor beneath Vader's helmet, David Prowse, after the Sith Lord cuts Obi-Wan down and kicks at his former master's robes on the floor of the Death Star, it is actually Morris Bush's foot in the shot. Hope you enjoyed this top 10 facts about Dengar. I hope you're enjoying The Mandalorian. Have an awesome rest of your day, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always.